Hello, and welcome back to the Down to Earth podcast. This is Sharon. And Janelle. And we are your hosts. <laughs> this is episode four, Janelle. Holy cow. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> no. We made it. We made it to four. The fact that we did one. Is a miracle. Yeah, it is a miracle from Jesus. Um, <laughs> so we're today we're going to talk about a little topic called spiritual authority. There's a lot, we were talking like there's a lot of ways to go down this road, mm-hmm. but uh, we're just you know what I was thinking. What's that? I was saying to myself, <laughs> Lord, I am not a theologian. <laughs> I was thinking that this week too. I was preparing because. We usually throw ideas at each other, and we both landed on this one independently again. And um, I was like, Lord, I need to tell these people that I am not a theologian. Same. All I am is a woman who loves Jesus mm-hmm. and the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And we have people in our lives, like we said before, who mentor us and who have taught mm-hmm. us these principles Mm -hmm. and then as we've grown in our knowledge of the lord with our relationship with him he's kind of expanded all that Mm -hmm. so anywho we are just sharing our hearts hearts Mm -hmm. about the word and you know our lives and so we're not perfect we're probably gonna mess up sometimes Mm -hmm. um but I just wanted to throw that out there. That's Does good. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Because when I, I do follow like a couple of biblical theologians that are really sound yeah. individuals. Yeah. And the level, I don't know if it's, I'm trying to remember if it's a spiritual gift, but this just the knowledge mm. that they carry. Yeah. And then the word of God is for any of us. Definitely. I love that you just said that. It's for any of us. Yeah. So it's like... If we get it wrong, we'll move on and ask God for clarity. Yeah. And he'll give it to us again. Yeah. It's the beauty of grace. Yep. We're, we're just, we're just like soaking in a, a hot tub of grace. <laughs> oh, that Jesus, sounds my God. Kind of sounds gross. Depends <laughs> on what, as long as it's soaking in grace and not something else. That's true. That's true. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to ask you how you're doing this week. I am super tired from work, but I felt, we were talking about this before, but like I, I feel more of the tangible presence of God Mm. and I really, I, maybe not just, not just the podcast, but I think when we pursue more of God and like you were talking about a couple episodes ago for a double portion from your parents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's been in my mind Mm. lately. And I was thinking, and I said it in the shower. I sing in the shower. Do I you? love that. Do you sing in the shower? No. You would think I would, but I yeah, don't. Yeah, because you're a worship leader. No. I do talk to myself, though. You talk to yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, Okay. I'll usually sing or speak in tongues and pray. Oh, that's good. I should do that. And um, I'll uh, ask the Lord. And recently, I was like, God, I want more of your presence. Mm. So I feel like... I love that. Not just... Not just in my life. I'm getting a sense that there's pockets of the Holy Spirit pouring more out lately. There is. Yeah. What about you? Well, I we were just talking. Um, <laughs> and obviously, you know, we 
are Christians, so we're in the Word. But since we're doing the podcast, we're in the Word more. more. And so I, I feel that, too. I've, I've been feeling... It's just the more you hang out with Jesus, man, and the more you're open to listening to his voice, because my words mean nothing, mm-hmm. um, the more you'll hear him. <laughs> it's crazy. When we go quiet. When we shut up for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, stop. When I stop complaining to my husband, <laughs> when I stop worrying about... X, Y, and Z. Whatever it is. When I stop maybe watching the news. Uh, when I stop conjecturing about mm. whatever's going on in the world or on social media or whatever. And I shut up for two seconds <laughs> and read the word. He actually will speak to me. It's really insane. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> So we're talking about spiritual authority. Yes. What What are your thoughts? Uh, so I kind of wanted to tell a story. Oh, please do. First, I don't know if I shared this story with you. Story time with Janelle. Story time with Janelle. So I wanted to share this story because I felt like it, it totally embodies spiritual authority. Mm-hmm. So two years ago, I went from a full-time job to a part-time. Mm-hmm. So I was actually home organizing our small little walk-in closet in our apartment. I was more or less annoyed with my husband's clothing and flannel shirts. So collection. I needed collection. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Did your husband have a collection of flannel shirts? He's not like Tyler. Not like Tyler. That doesn't even touch the surface. <laughs> what I've seen you mean. What you've seen. Yes. That's funny. So there's quite a bit. Um, he also liked old, he'd call them old man sweaters and they were more like the collared, like more English British sweaters and he has an old English like hat cap, Love it. but he doesn't wear it anyways. Maybe he'll wear more flannels and sweaters, but I was organizing them. Yeah. So the door that goes into the small little walk-in closet, Mm -hmm. as I was entering into the door, Mm -hmm. I immediately was hit from the Holy Spirit and I saw a vision of Tyler at work in his work van. Okay. And he was going through an intersection and there was a red light and his brakes went in oh, this wow. vision, just like that and snap of a finger. Wow. So as I was standing there, I immediately within like 0.01 seconds, Holy Spirit said, pray. Wow. So I prayed and I was like, I felt just like a just immediate reaction and mm-hmm. I commanded protection. Mm-hmm. I started declaring things mm-hmm. and then I saw two angels come alongside him in this mm-hmm. van mm-hmm. and that was it. Wow. I felt peace and I was like, I don't even think this probably didn't happen, but it might be metaphorical or something like that. Right. Exactly. It could be that. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're married, you have authority over your spouse or yes. with your spouse as well. You, you can you know, have a part to play in that because you're bonded. Yep. And the two are one. Two are one. Well, the three are one. The three are one. Jesus <laughs> is in there too. Three strand cord. Yeah. Um, so later on, we made dinner, sat down. He goes, oh, guess what happened to me today? I'm like, what? He goes, the brakes went in the van. Wow. And I was going through the intersection. And I said, what intersection was it? And he described to me the intersection. I said, You've got to be kidding wow. me. Wow. The same intersection that we typically go through at work, because I work mm. with him, but the same intersection. And I said, 
were you going this way or that way? Mm -hmm. And he described to him which way. I saw what happened to him. I believe it. I said to him, what happened? And he goes, I laid on my horn. And he goes, like, everybody stopped in the intersection. He said everybody did. And it was a busy time. That's awesome. So I said, what time was it? And I happened to be in prayer within 30 minutes before it happened. Wow, that's so cool. And he said that which normally doesn't happen in this old van. It's like a 1982 bread van that got turned into a work That's van. Awesome. <laughs> so it carries all the tools. So it needs a little love from time to time. <laughs> it sounds like it. And it's got, um, no, it was an old police van. It's got the original police horns on it. The sirens. That so is we, so cool. We have to be careful about not turning that on. I'm we, sure. Oh, he must love that. Hey, absolutely. Matt. Would love to t- take a joyride with Tyler. You only play with the sirens, like, if it's in the shop yard. That's fair. Because you can't do the other road. That's fair. You'll get pulled over. But anyway, yeah, you get pulled over big time. But um, it was within so a half cool. hour. Yeah. And he said that he was struck with fear immediately. Mm. But he felt, like, a calm, and he felt immediately to pump the brakes. Mm. And that in that van, you can't do that with that old van. Mm. The brakes just wouldn't work. Okay. But this time, he was able to pump the brakes enough to get enough power to stop and get back to the shop. Wow. So I got thinking about that, and I was like, how honored and privileged I felt mm. from the Lord. Yes. That he gave me that vision. Mm-hmm. And the immediate thing I thought of was obedience to what he gave me. Amen. So I felt like from the Lord, just my immediate thought thinking about authority. Yeah, yeah. Is that I th- I think, and mm-hmm. you can chime in on this one, I think authority comes from, or authority couples with obedience. That's awesome. So when I was thinking about that, there could be situations that listeners are encountering, whether it be... You know, I'm sure you've dealt with it too. Like work, you do persecution or different things that pop up. You got persecution, God leading you through those situations. Maybe it's a family situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be an altercation in your car with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just having authority and listening to Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when He gives you That's that good. vision. Mm-hmm. When you listen, listening to Holy Spirit and listening means yielding. Mm-hmm. We've said this before. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't in tune to what Holy Spirit was doing or yielded to him, I probably would have brushed it off. That's good. Janelle, I think that's really good. I really would have brushed it off yeah. and I would have. And here's the other thing that the Lord showed me. Yeah. Can I yield into him or could I have yielded into fear? Oh, that's exactly what I was just thinking about. Take that one, Sharon. So um, Matthew twenty eight eighteen says Jesus is talking to the disciples he's with the disciples and he he came to the di- disciples and says all authority authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me that's what Jesus said to his people god gave jesus all authority in heaven and on earth and, and on earth i can't say that for some <laughs> heaven and on earth yeah then in luke 10 19 He says to his disciples, I've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice in the spirits that the spirits submit to you rather, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. That's a whole nother topic. (laughs) Anyway, so 
God, Jesus has given us the authority that God gave to him. I love what you said about obedience, and I I didn't think of that aspect of it when I was mm-hmm. preparing, but it's, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. We have the authority that Jesus gave us. We have no more or less. Um, it, no, we yeah. have no more or less, no more right? No more or less. That's good. And it's to trample on snakes and scorpions, which are um, demons and devils. Yes. And to overcome all of the power of the enemy. Yes. And then it says, and nothing will harm you, which is incredible. Absolutely incredible. When you read what Jesus did in, with his spiritual authority that, the God, that God gave him, which, I mean, he defeated sin and death, mm-hmm. but he did so many miracles. He, he had such great discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so much that he did, and we have the ability to do that as well. When you said sometimes we can be stopped from obeying God through fear. Mm-hmm. That is what the devil tries to do with me. Ooh. When I sense a demonic thing happening, mm-hmm. demon trying to mess with me, yep. I don't know, you know, all of a sudden, sometimes someone will just keep popping in my head. Just pop in my head. Over or an and old over. memory of and something. I'm, and I'm just oblivious and I'm just, you know, eating my nachos and like, you know, on a Saturday night and I'm like, why did I just think about, I don't know, I'm going to keep eating my nachos. And then, you know, he has to do it again and he has to do it again. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I think God wants me to pray for this person. But God, uh, he hasn't given us a spirit of fear Amen. and the, the devil will use fear to cause us to not obey. Mm-hmm. To cause us to not confront mm-hmm. the very things that mm-hmm. are assaulting us in the mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge... It's, it's obedience because we're saying that we have faith and trust in the promises and the word of God above our fear. Amen. Above what the enemy is trying to make us feel. Mm-hmm. Above our preconceived notions. Above our pride. Mm. That's another one that will stop us. <laughs> but um, we have been given, we get so stinking wrapped up in this physical world that we can see. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. It's just never ending the amount of physical stuff that can distract us from what you wear to where you live to who you hang out with to your hair to like anything it doesn't matter where you are but we as christians we're not living in the flesh anymore we're living in the spirit exactly the thing i i was listening to someone teach on this one time and they were talking about spirit man like our spirit man yep and I, I, I was thinking about knowing our authority, too, mm. in relation to Adam and Eve. Mm. So, in the Bible, it talks about how God had the tree of good and evil. Yep. And Adam and Eve ate the fruit, and instantly, yeah. they went from their identity of that spirit mm. to the flesh outward. Mm. And they had to cover themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They went for like a counterfeit 
counterfeit thinking mm. that they needed to enjoy that. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about just the essence of the spirit, spirit man, like we are spirit and there's that battle all the time, yeah. that, that battle of yeah. not giving into fear, which is caused by the enemy because he plays off our natural things. It's in the spiritual realm. But he plays off of what you just said, Mm -hmm. looking at all the natural stuff. Like, how many Mm -hmm. times have I unfollowed social media accounts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of the bombardment of fear Mm. information? Oh, yeah. You know? Yes. That's wise. That's wisdom. Yeah. So, I was also thinking about... Tell me. You were talking about, um, like, faith over fear and... Uh, what is it? Ephesians six twelve. So we we don't war against flesh and blood. That's it. But the spirits and princes. I think it's like principalities and spirits of the air, something like yeah, that. Yeah, powers and principalities. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking of Adam and Eve, like that, they're that spirit man. Like I feel like for me, like a goal is to always stand from a place of how God originally created me, spiritual. Yeah. So like standing from that place. It's almost as if, let me see if I, it, so I don't go down a bunny trail and try and encourage everyone. I'm listening. Standing from a place of our original identity. Yes. In Christ. In Christ. Yes. Standing from, thank you, Jesus, because I was trying to word this and Jesus has shown up. So standing <laughs> from a place of our original identity, yeah. knowing who yeah. we are in Christ, yes. like Adam yes. and Eve started. Yes. Who we belong to. You're pre- you are literally preaching right now. <laughs> who we belong yes. to. When we know who we belong to, fear has no place in abiding in our, in our spirit. That's right. That's right. Period. Period. End. And the, the ultimate being of who Jesus is mm-hmm. create, created that authority and he freely has given that to He's us. He's given that to us, yeah. We have nothing to fear, whatever we're fighting against, whatever it might be a toxic relationship. It might be, um, a family situation. It might be you're up for a promotion and you're fighting with someone else down the road to get that promotion. It might be a sickness you're fighting against. God has given us authority. We may not know what the future may hold. Yes. But when you stand in that place of your identity, which is in authority with God. Yes, exactly. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) I want to read that. Okay. Uh, Ephesians 6, 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, Mm -hmm. against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual force forces of the of wickedness in the heavenly places yep so what that means is that Susie is not your problem you know Bingo. it's not Susie no it's not Susie. it's not it's Susie. not Susie it's it's snoozy <laughs> is that what we call her and that's apparently <laughs> but it's 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 the uh, demonic forces at work that is where a battle, battle is against. It's not against each other. God, or God, the enemy, that's what we were saying, I think, the last time. He wants to divide mm-hmm. the women of God. The enemy wants to divide us. Mm-hmm. We, like Susie, you might think she hates you, but the enemy of God just wants to divide us. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, our 
my fight is not against Susie. My fight is against the devil because if Susie loves Jesus and I know she loves Jesus Mm -hmm. and I love Jesus, then what the heck is the problem? It's the, it's the uh, powers of the dark, of darkness at work. And we have spiritual authority over those, Mm -hmm. um, to cast out demons. They like have to listen. Now let's preface this. It's in the name of Jesus. Yes, okay? absolutely. This is not our own power. Nope. This is not a power that now it's just my power. So in the name of Sharon, mm-hmm. that's literal garbage. Has that no sentence weight. means nothing. Nothing. It is in the name of Jesus. When Jesus was in the wilderness and he was tested for 40 mm-hmm. days and 40 nights, mm-hmm. what did he use to combat every single one of the enemy's lies? What was his sword? That he used. It was the sword of the spirit, a.k.a. the word of God. Every time the enemy came to tempt Jesus in the wilderness, distract him, tempt him, try to give him all Mm -hmm. kinds of opportunities Mm -hmm. and try to accuse him of things and try to say, hey, listen, if you um, I'll I'll set you up real good. I'll set you up real good in heaven (laughs) and on earth. And every single time Jesus would combat the enemy using his father's word, the word of God. He is the word, but the word of God, that is the crux of our spiritual authority, which is saying things willy nilly means nothing, Mm -hmm. but our spiritual authority is, um, we breathe it in and breathe it out through the word of God. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say, Janelle. Amen. And you know, that's what I'm trying to say. A lot of times, a lot of times, you know, I, I, I'll have conversations with family members or something like that, and they're they're battling something, mm-hmm. and, you know, real conversations, and it's like, a lot of times they'll, they know the Lord, but they're struggling with their walk with the Lord, yeah. and like, how come they're not overcoming something in mm-hmm. their life? How come they're not overcoming, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe... Um, there might be there might be a financial situation someone can't get over or something yeah. like that. You know, the, those things are real, and sometimes for a long time we may not see the actual result yeah. that we're looking for. Yeah. But I can think about what you just said about Jesus for forty days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's just a tiny bit to yeah. what some people are struggling through. Oh, my gosh. But 40 days, and he still obeyed the Father mm-hmm. and continued. And I, you know, thinking about women of God and where we stand in our authority with the Lord, we may not see in our own time thought process yeah. a result that we're looking for, but staying faithful. Yeah. Keep pushing. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. And keep declaring and using that authority in yeah. Jesus's name and declare it. So if like there's a situation where your spouse, your husband is not saved, mm-hmm. keep declaring the goodness of God Amen. over him. Yeah. And salvation over him. And salvation over yeah. him. You have spiritual authority because you're bonded. Absolutely. Together. Absolutely. Because of marriage. But Absolutely. even if it's like your child that may, maybe you have a child that has wayward gone off. Mm-hmm. 
keep declaring mm. Jesus over them mm-hmm. because you will see Jesus show up. God, it, you know, one of the scripture verses that kind of set me free in the last week, mm-hmm. I think it's in Matthew and it says, um, he draws himself unto us. Mm. So <laughs> when I read that, I was like, so you commanded us, like, think about like evangelism. I might go down a bunny trail, but think about evangelism. There's this pressure. I got to share, share Jesus. I got to mm-hmm. share Jesus mm-hmm. with the unsaved. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. God draws us unto yeah. him. Yeah, he does. He commanded us to love. Yes. Because you can have all the, uh, quote, anointing, the gifting, the preaching, the teaching. But without love. But without love. Yeah. It's futile, yeah. whatever he says. Yeah. But also Jesus says that he draws us unto him. Mm, so in those moments does. of declaring yeah. and bringing hope to a situation yeah. and praying and yeah. interceding, going to the secret place and praying over somebody, mm-hmm. declaring mm-hmm. everything and having authority, you will see the answer Yeah, because God will take care of it. Yeah. Remember that uh, that one. <laughs> remember that one time, I I told you I like that commentary. The commentaries in the Blue Letter Bible, yes. Matthew Henry. Yes. So I wanted to share this again because I'm nerding out again. Go ahead, okay. nerd out. So, <laughs> in regards to Luke, in regards to Luke 10, which I read before. So the, yes. the scripture that says, "I've given you all authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy." Yes. So he says there's two aspects to this power that God is that Jesus has given us. One of them is a, an offensive power, a power to tread on serpents and scorpions. So devils, he says devils and malignant spirits, the old serpent, right? So that yeah. was who Satan was in the Garden of Eden. Eden. Um, he says in Genesis 3.15, Come set your feet on the necks of these enemies. You shall tread upon the lions and adders wherever you meet them. You shall trample them underfoot. That was, yeah. And then you shall tread upon all the power of the enemy. And the kingdom of the Messiah shall be everywhere set up upon the ruins of the devil's kingdom. Wow. <laughs> As the devils have now been subject to you, so shall so they shall still be. So there's an offensive power mm. to uh, that we have from from Jesus. So like cutting the the devil's head off and crushing mm-hmm. them with our heel. And then there's a defensive power. So it says nothing shall by any means hurt you. <laughs> so there's that defensive power, like that example that you just had of the Lord showing you uh, that your hu- about your husband mm-hmm. in the car, potential mm-hmm. car wreck. That was a defensive, hey, Janelle, it's time to pray in defense of your husband. That's good. In the spirit. So it says, uh, do, 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 it, well, you get it, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get more into that. So... I, that made me so excited. I just like to break down things sometimes because it helps my brain. Process. Um, I like processing. Me too. (laughs) So I wanted to give an example too. Okay. Um, Matt and I moved into this house a year ago Mm -hmm. and I, Man, that flew by. Isn't that insane? That flew by. I can't even believe that. Wow. Praise Jesus. Yeah, I know. It's insane. So, and we looked for a house for such a long time. That was a long it process. Was, it was like our 40 years in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Jesus. It genuinely felt that way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It genuinely felt 
like we were in the wilderness and we were we, it felt like we were the Israelites wandering in the wilderness for 40 years like your hopes go up yeah and then you circle encampment again yeah and then your hopes go down yes. it's like what the heck yes yeah. so it was not only like preparing to be ready for getting a house and then the moment that we're starting to look the market goes cray cray mm-hmm. and then like like what you said, you find a house and you're like, I love this home. And you put your heart into it. And then all of a sudden it's like squashed. Yes. Anywho. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's another story. Um, anyway, so we moved in and I was raised by obvious like spiritual heavyweights. Mm-hmm. And my parents, um, every so often, I remember, I don't know how often they did this, but they would pray over the home. Mm. They would take oil and they would anoint the doorposts Mm -hmm. and the windows Mm -hmm. with oil and faith. And they would pray over the home, pray protection, you know, provision, um, whatever God had on their heart to pray for their family and their home. And Matt had never, I don't think he had ever heard of that before. Mm -hmm. So when we moved in, I remember saying, like, we have to pray over the home, right? Mm-hmm. I, this house was built in 1930. I don't know who's been here. Right. I don't know what kind of life they lived. Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know what kind of, like, atmosphere has been in this location. I, I mean, that might sound weird, but I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. So we were just so busy that we kept forgetting to do it. it such great Christians we are. <laughs> so, and I was having... I, I kept saying to Matt, I'm having horrific nightmares, horrific nightmares. And like, I'm, I'm never going to tell you what they are, but they're horrible. And Matt finally was like, one day he's like, oh, when I told him, I had another nightmare. He said, oh, we haven't prayed over the house yet. And I was like, we're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to pray over the house. Now we don't have any oil. But we have Pam, that Pam you spray. You did not. That's awesome. <laughs> so in faith, did you're you spray? Like, no, we sprayed it on, oh, on your finger. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'm just saying, people, we don't have to be perfect, okay? Absolutely not. We had Pam. Pam worked. Uh, is it Pam? Am I saying that right? Yeah, Pam spray. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. We prayed over the house. We took our time. Um, I, I always say, Matt, you have to, every single window. I don't care if it's annoying. <laughs> and we just spent time, like, in every room, a little bit of time. So it took us probably, like, 20, 30 minutes. Um, I, 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 ha- I didn't have a nightmare for a very, very long time after that. Wow. And there was such a peace. I remember I told you, you about told this. Yep. And I remember you came and you said, I can literally feel yep. a difference yep. in your home. Your atmosphere changed in your house. It totally changed yep. in my house. Yep. And there is the presence of the Lord resides in my home. Why? Because I asked him to reside in my home. Mm. And when I was praying, when we were praying, we were upstairs and we were praying in my son's room. He wasn't born yet. And... Like, the house had been still, but all I all of a sudden we felt this darkness upstairs, mm-hmm. and we heard a crash in the um, bathroom upstairs, mm-hmm. and somehow an, an adamant object just fell, a few fell off of my, you know... Yeah, vanity? Or yeah. Or, yeah. And I knew it was demonic, because I felt the oppressive spirit, and we just, in the name of Jesus... 
I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I have authority. Jesus gave me authority over you. Mm -hmm. Get out of my house and don't come back in Jesus' name. My husband did it. I did it until we felt peace. Mm -hmm. I always rebuke a spirit of fear because it's scary. Yes. And the enemy will try to use fear. So I rebuke a spirit of fear until I'm not afraid anymore. (laughs) And we did all that. And the peace that we have in this home is wonderful. Now, the enemy will try to get back in. Absolutely. So, we, you know, we haven't done it. We haven't had to do it since then, but maybe we might have to. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But that is my example of, like, in my home, in my actual personal day-to-day life, I'm, I'm ready, man. If I feel something weird, mm-hmm. if out of nowhere I'm scared, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm going to cast out that demon. That's a good indicator. So, like... The fear is just intimidation. Yeah. So if like you're or torment or torment, yep. You're not allowed to torment me. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Another thing I think that the enemy uses is weird thoughts. Yes. Like I, yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like twisted. Like this season has been of weird twisted thoughts, like made up scenarios. Exactly. Especially like. Sharon and I, you know, Sharon, you and I, our hearts are for women. We were just mm-hmm. talking about like how women engage with each other mm-hmm. and different things like that. And just the weird thought process of like the mind games, like the enemy mm-hmm. will come in to try and divide. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you'll just go down a bunny trail in your brain. It's like Alice in Wonderland. You go down the hole and you just like. Sometimes like, but sometimes like just a random weird dark weird thought will pop in your head it happens to literally everyone and you say to yourself i would literally never think that in a million years Mm -hmm. but that's an opportunity it's a choice it's an opportunity in that moment and i'm gonna am i is my flesh gonna take the bait (laughs) right yeah (laughs) or am i going to take that thought captive before the lord and um the bible says we think on things that are pure, lovely. I think it's pure, lovely, noble, holy. Well, that would be a good one. But anyway, don't quote <laughs> me. But the things that we are to think about are pure. They're good. So if we're thinking good things intentionally and a weird thing. Now, don't blame your flesh on the devil. Okay, that's annoying. And God's not going to go for it. No. But that's spiritual warfare. We... Mm-hmm. we before God, I would literally say, that is not my thought. Yes. Devil, get out of my head in the name of Jesus. Yep. You're not welcome here. Yeah. Get. <laughs> right? Get out. <laughs> Go on, girl, get. It's for Parks and Rec. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so true. Like, I'm thinking, too, your thought, your th- what your thoughts are, Sharon, like, the f- other thing I was thinking of, like the whole armor of God. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. I have that on my son's wall. Yes. Yeah. So we talked about in Ephesians 6. Mm-hmm. I think it was Ephesians 6. Um, but this goes down to Ephesians 6.10. Okay. So another thing that you can declare over yourself and remind your spirit that you are God's is the whole armor of God. So going Amen. through that whole thing. So that's like... 
um, being strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Yep. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What's the armor is? Are you going to tell us what it yes. is? Yes. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, verse 12. So we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the age. Sharon said this. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. That's it. That's it. So stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Hello. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness Mm. and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Yep. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Shield of faith. Oh, so take some faith. Come on, preach it. Quench. What does quench means? Means get out of here. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Yep. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perverseness and supplications for all the saints. Mm -hmm. Keeps going on. Isn't it funny how (laughs) like the solution is always in the word of God? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's all. You keep going. Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) So. That's good. That's really good, Janelle. Thinking about, like, I just caught this one word that caught watchful. Being watchful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Being a Christian, operating from your spirit, operating from the spirit, so we don't war against the flesh and blood. So let's break this down. We don't war against flesh and blood. But it's against rulers and powers of the air. God says, put on your armor. So spiritually, put on your armor. Yep. What would that look like? Maybe it's reading the scripture. Yes. You have to know the scripture. How are you going to wield the sword of the spirit if you don't know the scripture? You can't. You can't. You can't lift the sword. No. And some of us, our muscles are so weak. Atrophied. That we're not lifting it up. And it it happens sometimes. And it happens. No judgment for real. No. And it happens. I've done that where I felt like things that I was decisions I was making in my life was bringing on a lot of stuff or just yeah. things were coming at me. There yeah. are things that in the spirit will come after us that we don't even know. Ooh, I love it. So the I armor, don't love that, but I love what you're saying. It, <laughs> 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 no, no fire redundancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also God gives us the solution to saying, here's your armor. Yeah. But he also gives us the solution. He says, praying Always yeah. with prayer and supplication and in, yeah. in the spirit. Yeah. So we believe in speaking in tongues. So yeah. God gives us that gift so you can do that. Yep. Um, being watchful. So having eyes. So Sharon and I were talking about before we went, they started recording with yes. discernment. Yes. I think it's James chapter one. It says, ask, seek, knock, something like that in yep. James. Yep. Ask God for discernment. If you don't know how to do this, start with declaring over yourself the armor, mm-hmm. asking God for discernment, He will give you discernment to pray, pray yeah. into situations. Yeah. He will equip you yeah. to do this, and you need to read your Word of God, discuss it with others. Yeah. If you don't know what things mean, join a discipleship group, go yeah. do something yeah. where you can learn and pray. Have you ever heard women who say, uh oh. Have you ever heard like single women, okay? Yes. Who say, How do I always end up with the same guy? You know? you know, that's a good question because the enemy was 
hit me hard with like previous relationships I had Mm -hmm. and they're similar guys but my husband's nothing like them isn't that interesting so when women say oh all men are the same right Oh, I do all this stuff, and they. Um, I think he's going to be this way, and he sweet talks me, and he says what I want to hear, and he whatever, and then, like, out there all end up the same, and they're liars, and they're lazy, and they're cheaters, and they're blah, 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 whatever people say about them. <laughs> right? Isn't that, like, a thing that women say? Absolutely. Okay. So... <sighs> We gotta be careful with what we say, especially if you're around a, a person of God, because they can kind of see through it. If you don't have the armor of God on, how are you gonna be prepared? How are you gonna be prepared? How are you going to know if insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again? And expecting different and, results. Yeah, so if you're doing the same thing, you're gonna get the same thing. And if we don't have the helmet of salvation on, the breastplate of righteousness on the sword of the spirit and we're we're just navigating through our lives as christians just completely bare we're exposed we're completely exposed we're not prepared we're not our minds not protected our hearts not protected we don't have a weapon you know our feet aren't ready and grounded in the peace of the gospel, why are we surprised when we end up in bad situations? And I'm not saying that everything is our fault, because it's not. So please hear me. Right. But if we don't equip ourselves, how how do we expect to overcome things if we're not equipped? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um... In, in I'm making the sound that I make to my son. I knew it was something like that. There's that was like completely not even. There's new sounds that come each time I see Sharon, so it's all good. Second Corinthians 10, 3 through 5 says, For we live in the world. We do not wage war as the world does. That's what I'm trying to say. Good. We good. don't do things like the world does. Yep. If you're a Christian and you're not, you don't have your armor on and you're trying to live life just as the world does, I'm going to watch this motivational thing and I'm going to uh, be confident and have really good posture and I'm going to, you know, I don't know, whatever it is mm-hmm. to make us look however we want to look and mm-hmm. feel prepared. Mm-hmm. If we're, and I'm not saying those things are bad. Like, those are good There's things. time and place for it. Yeah, but we have to use discernment. What's more important? Mm-hmm. Is our spiritual preparation more important mm-hmm. than our physical? Because mm-hmm. it should be. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Christ has already overcome. <laughs> That's good. Yes. 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 That's really all I have to say. I don't actually have to say anything else because no, the word just said, said it. it. Yeah. There is going to be always a godly solution to what you're encountering. Yeah. And that the world is a counterfeit to the solution that you need, which is Jesus. Amen. So if you're facing things, take a step back and say, God, show me 
the battle plan. Amen. Show me what I need to do. I'm going to start with Ephesians 6. Amen. Show me how to prepare. Show me how to prepare. Yeah. So if you are in a season where you're needing to know how to prepare, ask the Lord how to prepare. Yeah. And if you're in a season where in the past mm. you have taken worldly solutions, mm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Me or too. Or I have done it recently. Remind yourself that your identity is in the Lord. Mm. That's it. Stand, because what does it say in Ephesians 6? All, but all, yeah. having done all. You did it all. Even if you battled for a little bit mm-hmm. and you still stood on the word of God, all there. he said to stand, all he said to do was stand. Mm-hmm. You can't stand when you're not prepared. No, you can't. You can't stand when you you're won't, not you won't. You won't have... You, you know, you're, that's it. You're right. You're right. And, and... And like, this is, we're preaching to ourselves too. Yeah. Cause I fall short of this <laughs> all, all the time. time. Okay. <laughs> like all the stinking all time. The time. Like I'm trying to encourage myself too and <laughs> remind myself to do this stuff. And reading the word out loud, mm. I, my spirit is like, my heart is like, duh, 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 because I'm verbally hearing it and yeah. my mouth is like speaking it to my spirit. Yeah. I just want to end with saying this. Yes. If you are in a season where you're feeling anxious, this keeps Mm. coming in my mind, so I just feel like this might be for somebody. Mm -hmm. If you're battling with anxiety, go to a Bible app, whatever, just type in anxiety, type in scriptures on anxiety, start there, Mm -hmm. and start reading them out loud. Amen. In the atmosphere. Speak them in the atmosphere, number one. Number two. Use the name of Jesus. Yes. Because there is no other name. Amen. As powerful as the name of Jesus. His name is above every other name. Amen. When you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling afraid, when you're feeling alone, when you're feeling far apart, when you're feeling like you're literally sinking down a drain and you nobody is there and you're holding your arm out and nobody is there to reach you. Say the name of Jesus. And if that's all you can say, that is, you're using your spiritual authority. That's enough. That's enough. He's got you. Amen. 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 So we wrap up today. We are going to let you know that we are praying for you. We are just honored that you're listening on this podcast. We want to encourage you. Check out what is the armor of God. Go ahead and declare it over your life, mm-hmm. declare it over your situation, mm-hmm. and be prepared. And when you do everything that you can do with mm-hmm. the Lord, Amen. stand. Amen. So we love you. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Goodbye.